Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. We are beginning tonight's shear in Simon Tzadi Aleph. We are on the bottom of page Kuf Chavdalot, about to turn on to page 248. The Mechaber says in Sif Aleph, Hoysa Talis Chagora Al Masnov L'chasoso Mimasnov Lomata. If a person had a talis wrapped around his waist that was covering from his waist and downward, like he was wearing a towel around his waist, mm-hmm. he is forbidden to daven until he covers his heart. Mm-hmm. And if he does not cover his heart, or he has some kind of onest in which he does not have anything to put on his upper part of his body, since he at least covered his erva and he davened, he is yotze. Says the Mishabura on the last line of Kuv Chavdalas, of Kodan Aleph, a person when he is davening has to cover his heart because he has to view himself as if he is standing in front of the king and speaking with fear. It's not specifically that he should cover his heart, but he should cover, his whole body should be covered. Turning the page to 248, we said that Bidi Evid, if he did not cover his heart, or there was an onate that he had nothing to cover the top part of his body, since he was Mechasa, the erva, and he davened, he is Yotza. Even if he had nothing from the waist up, he was naked from the waist up, he is Yotze. There's a couple of biralachas that I'd like to read here. The first Bir on 248 says that that which the Mishabura says at the end, Ho the Kisa Ervaso Vispal his Yatza, nearer the Koi Almad Maya Sif, it appears that this part of the Machabra is going back to the beginning of the Sif. Shahisaha Talas Khagura Almasnav that the that the talus was around his waist, the ain libo roa es erva gamkain. That he also is avoiding the issue of his heart seeing his erva, because there is a separation. Avalim libo roa es erva. But if his heart sees his erva, kigon shaya lovash choluk, like he was wearing some kind of long robe, ubalomech basayim, he was not wearing any kind of pants underneath it or any kind of undergarments underneath it, after who rakm Even though libo roa es erva is only a problem with the rabbanon, like we learned way back when, even though it's only Isid Rabbanon, he has to go back and he has to daven again. Chayim argues and says this is only the Rabbanon, he does not have to go back and he leaves off Tzarech Iyan if one is over the Isid Rabbanon of davening when it's Libo Roes Erva, if he has to go back and repeat Shemura Esrei. The next Bir Alacha says, Yotza, he brings out from the Rambam, Ayin by Rambam, the Messiah, Mulachachila lo Yaseh. The Rambam adds on three words at the end, Alachachila, he shouldn't do it. V'nitchaku b'veiuro, and the Achronim are bothered, what exactly is the Pshat? And says the Chavetz Chaim, and nearly, D'hishmi'onu l'mishen nenas ve'en lo b'melachasos. The Rambam is teaching us, someone who has an onase and he has nothing to cover the top part of his body, D'lechadchila mutav shelo yispalo klal. L'chadchila, he should not daven at all. Afterwards, I saw the Maimon Mordechai learns the same way in the Rambam, that it's, if you daven, it's okay, but if you don't have something to cover the top, top part of your body, you should not daven at all. And in note number four, we're across from page 248. 
We're across from the Shavua, note number four, he writes, he brings out from the Maimon Mordechai, Shem ein lo bamel hiskasos at achar If he has no way to cover the top part of his body till after this matfila, still, shalom yispel, he shouldn't daven. Elo yashli menu betfila shalacharea. Rather than davening without a shirt on, it's better for him not to daven, miss matfila and daven tashlumen. But Rebbe Yashiv points out over there, Let's say at Shachar's time, he's going to skip Shachar's because he doesn't have a shirt to dive into Minchas, but what if he knows that Minchas time, he's also not going to have a shirt, and he won't be able to be mashlim, so would he daven or not in that case without a shirt, because he doesn't have the Tashlumen, because the Maim Mordechai sounds like he's relying on the Tashlumen. Fine. Back to the Mechaber and Sibbeh is the top line on 248. Tzarech lezer ezer b'shast hatfila. Person has to put on a belt, a gartel when he is davening. Afilu yeshlo avnet she'ein libo roes ha'erva. Even if he has an avnet, which also means a belt, but as we saw once earlier, and we'll see here also, it refers that he's wearing pants and he has the elastic or the top part of the pants. So that is separating that his heart does not see his erva. He still needs an additional ezer for tfila. And that is mishum hikun. That's because of the passage that tells us, Hikun lukras elokechi Yisrael, you should prepare before you stand in front of Hashem, and therefore a person has to put on an Azor. Ava sha'ar brachos mutilavarach However, that's only by Shemona Esrei, other brachos do not need the gartel. Me'achar sheyeshlo mechnasayim, since he anywhere is wearing pants, and that is separating between his heart and his erva, he does not need this additional Azor, which he normally needs for tefillah, he does not need it for other brachos. And the Ramah just adds on, explaining the Machaber, that since he's wearing Mechlasayim, the ain libo roa esa erva. And his heart is not seeing his air for, therefore other brachos are okay. The Mishaburu says in Sefkat and Dalit in the second line, Ubidyevid im ispalo below Ezer Yotza. Bidyevid, if he daven without the belt, without the gardel, he is Yotze. V'yesh omrim od, some say further, didafka misha rogil kol hayom v'chagora. That this din of wearing this extra azor is only a person who normally wears it the whole day. Aval misha holeh kol hayom below chagora, a person who walks around the whole day without this extra belt, this extra garto. Gam b'shas tvila ain't sarach lachor. Then even during davening he doesn't have to wear it. Miu midas chasidus af b'chia However, there is a midas chasidus, even if you don't normally wear it during the day, to in fact put on this special garto for davening. But there's a very important note for number five for many of us. And note number five, he says, Umashe rabim einim nohagim That which many are accustomed not to wear a gartel during davening, the stipler and the Shlomo Zalman say, Shedafka bizmaneim hoya bekach mishum midas chasidus. Tafka in the olden days it was midas chasidus to put on the gartel. Kevan shekeshirotzu lalechas lumekomos chashuvim o lanoshim chashuvim. When people would go to very important places or to meet very important people, hayu chogrim ezor shayamashlum esabege. They would put on a special ezor to be mashed on their garments. Therefore, it was appropriate for Tfila to prepare yourself in front of Hashem with such a garment as well. Which is not the case nowadays. We don't do this when we go to meet the president or anyone else that's chashiv. And therefore, we do not have to do it when we are davening either. And it wouldn't even be Midas Chasidus. That's what he says. That's what the uh, stipler and the Shlomo Zaman Arbach say. That's going on, that which the Mechaber says, that you have to put on this extra Azor, even though you have the Avnet to prevent your Libero Erva. That's referring to the, the belt of the pants, or the elastic of the pants. And the reason for wearing it, the Mechaber said, was because of Hikun Lekras Avakecha Yisrael, Sifkaton Vav. 
Isa bezoar veeschanan. The zoar says in Pashas veeschanan, man dikoyim bitzolosa, one who is standing in tefila, boy lachasuye reishe veeno begin the lo yistakil b'shchinta. A person has to cover his head and his eyes so he shouldn't be looking at the shchina. Vahainu betalus shel mitzvah. That's referring to wearing the talus covering your your head and your eyes. Vechainu hagim kayom lachasos rosh ad enayim betalus mitzvah b'shas tefilas yudches. And that is our minute nowadays that we cover our heads till our eyes with our talus during Shemana Esrei. And the Zohar continues and says, Man de pokach enoi bishas tolose, one who opens his eyes during Shemana Esrei, mak de malay malachamavis, he's inviting the malachamavis over. And ayin besimen tzadihei b'meshiruas sefkaton hei, which we'll get to soon where he speaks in very uh, strong terms about not opening your eyes during davening, but he does say over there that if you're looking at a sitter, it's okay. It's talking about just looking around during davening. Either your eyes should be closed or you should be looking at the sitter at what you are saying. The Mechaber then said that this whole idea of the Azor was only during Shmon Esrei, but other brachos, it was okay without it. Sefkaton zayin v'hu adin l'kriyashma. Not only other brachos, also the kriyashma is also okay without it. The loshayach hikon l'kras elokecha kiim keshoomed lifnei melech. That only is applicable to prepare to greet Hashem when you're standing in front of the king. And we learned earlier in the Mishnah that only by Shmona Esrei you are standing in front of the king. When you're saying kriyashma, you're doing the wishes of the king, but you're not standing in front of the king. We said the reason why it's okay by other brachos not to wear the chagora is because anyway you have the pants or the belt that's covering and separating between the libo and the erva. As we went earlier, to, in order to prevent the libo or the erva, you could either have a belt or a tight shirt. A tight shirt that's pressing against your heart that also would be considered a separation between the lathe and the erva. Says the Mechaber Vaiter in Sif Gimel. That's when you have to. You have to do if you ruggle all all day to wear the chagur, then you have to. Yeah, but, they're, but they're explaining that the way it used to be is that you would only wear it when you go to Samachashav. No, I guess I guess they're saying that even if you didn't wear it the whole day, so the, the, there was an Indian to wear, at least when you went to an Adam Chashu. But nowadays that even that's not the minhog, so then there would be no even Midas Chasidas to do it at all for tefillah. Even the people who didn't wear it the whole day, they at least wore it when they went to a Chashu place or to a Chashu person. Says the Mechaber Vaiter and Sevgimel, Yesh Omrim Sha'asr Lahotzi Askara Mipiv Birosh Magula. There are those who say it's Asr to mention Hashem's name from his from your mouth, with your head uncovered, and there are those who say that one should protest against people coming into a shul with their head uncovered. The Mishabura says in Sifkatan Tes, I am the Biralacha. So we look at the Biralacha right across the last Biralacha. Well, not the, the second to the last one on the page. The last one on this simon, V'yesh omrim sh'yesh limchos, are those who say you should protest against those who come into shul with their head uncovered. Umashikosav le'el simon beiz, that which we learned way back when in simon beiz, da'afilu b'li askara, even when you're not mentioning Hashem's name. V'shalobu beiz ha'knesses asr le'lech. We learned earlier you can't walk around with your head uncovered even if you're not mentioning Hashem's name, even if you're not in shul. So I am the verhetev. V'aprimigodim teiretz, the primigodim answered, the le'el dafka dalramos. Earlier when we said you can't walk around without your head covered, that was to walk Dal Ramos. Here in Shul, 
Or when you're saying Hashem's name, it's even if it's less than Dalar Amos. Look earlier where we mentioned B'Shem the Taz, the Bismanenu nowadays, Asr B'Chomokol Medina Afilu Pachos Medar Amos. That it's Asr in all places, even less than four Amos, you always have to have your head covered, you should always be wearing a yarmulke. Says the Mechaber Vaiter in Sifdalud, Kovoim Hakaluim Mikash Chashiva Kisui. Now he's telling us what is considered a head covering, what's considered an appropriate yarmulke. So a hat that is uh, braided from stubble, that's considered a covering. But putting your hand on your own head is not considered a head covering. But if someone else puts their hand on your head, there is mashma that it is considered a head covering. The Mishaburu says, The reason why your own hand on your head is not considered a head covering, because your head and your hand is considered one goof, the ain't a goof yachol lachasos atzmo, and your own goof can't cover your goof. The cause of Abach, but the Bach writes, and we had this earlier. Mio, however, no hogin lahamshech habeis yad shel habeged al hayad umechasa barosho. Now, when a person is wearing a sleeve, it's easier if it's long sleeves, but you can do it even if it's short sleeves. You pull the sleeve down lower on your arm and put that part of your sleeve. You know, over your head, so it's not your arm covering your head, it's actually the sleeve on your arm covering your head. The shapir choshev kisui, and then on your own, that can be considered a good head covering. But your own hand doesn't work, someone else's hand works, but your hand works if you cover your hand with that garment or any other item as well. Says the Mukhabir Vaiter in Sivhei. Lo yamod ba'afundoso, one should not stand in tfilo ba'afundoso, it's a type of a wallet. Velo berosh megula, not with his head uncovered. Velo beraglayim megula, not with his feet revealed. Im derech anshe hamokum shaloyamdu lifnei hagedolim ella babate raglayim. If it's the way of people in that place that they don't stand in front of other big people without shoes on, therefore you shouldn't daven without shoes on. Says the mishabura sevkaton yiralav ba'af fundaso. Who azor cholul? This is some kind of belt that is hollow. She mesimim b'maos, some kind of money belt. So you shouldn't dive in wearing the money belt. The einenu derech kavod lamod came lifnei Hashem isbarach. It's not proper covered to be standing with that on while you are in front of Hashem. V'chein einochon leispalot bekaftin. Kaftin on the bottom of the targum says cholok bias, like some kind of a house coat, some kind of covering that you wear in the house, like a robe. Ubeged atachton o b'shlafrak. Which again, these are pajamas. You shouldn't dive in with. Uh, a robe, or, well, not a robe, pajamas or uh, undergarments, one should not daven with those items on. If you look at note 13, he points out, Someone who is so sick that he's, he's in bed, sleeping, lying down in bed, There it's enough to put on your robe. Again, you really shouldn't daven just in the robe, but if you're not feeling well and you're in your pajamas, so then it's enough to put your robe on to daven. And then he writes, Someone who is swimming. You should not daven or make any brachos just wearing a bathing suit. Unless you put something over you, like some kind of robe over you. He says the same idea, like by benching. That you shouldn't bench when you are wearing pajamas or you're wearing a bathing suit. He doesn't mention if it's okay to put the robe over it or not. 
Says the Mishabura Vaitis of Katun Yudbeis, we said in the Machaber, you should not stand up to Davin with your head uncovered. Ubizmanenu tsarech lohasim be'esatvila kova berosho kederech shaholech barachov. Nowadays, one has to wear a hat during Davening like he walks in the street. So that's already a theorem they obey, like he walks in the street. But uh, the Mishabura is passing over here that since we walk in the street with our hats, so you have to wear a hat for davening. And it's not talking about a yarmulke, it's talking about a hat on top of your yarmulke. Because a person does not stand in front of an Adam Chashu without a hat on. So you see all the times have changed. But that's how the Mishnah was passing. The Certainly with some kind of hat that you wear to sleep. Fine, you shouldn't daven with that either. We'll see some very important halacha l'maysa notes about this in a moment. First, let's finish the Meshavura. You should not daven when you're wearing socks that are made out of flax alone. It's a disgrace to stand that way in front of Gedolim. Certainly if you're wearing sandals that the heel is revealed, certainly you shouldn't be davening with those on. Crocs. Unless the back is flipped back, I guess then it's covering your heel. Um, you also should not daven wearing gloves. And we'll see exactly what kind of gloves this is referring to in a moment in the notes. Like people who are going on the derech. And I call upon those people who are davening wearing the gloves. So don't, uh, don't come to me with, uh, with the feet of haughtiness, and the hands of Hashem should not be brought to me. From the Mechayodim above, it's also mashma that you shouldn't daven wearing socks made out of wool. It's all dependent on the minig and the makom. One should not go into shul with long shoes. Which is magafayim, which is boots. One should not go into shoe with boots. But if you would go into your boots in front of a gadol, so then you could wear boots into shul as well. <coughs> the last mishabura. There's a lot of notes that we'll see in a moment. And we also said you should not go with revealed feet. You shouldn't go barefoot. Mew, however, beggar If you're wearing a long garment that covers your feet. Or you live in a very warm, warm climate. And they walk in front of Gedolim also barefoot. So either if your garment is very long and it covers your, your, your legs and your feet, it's okay. Or if you live in a very warm climate, that's how they walk around with, with barefoot in front of big people. That also would be okay, even if your garment is not that long. There's one more Mechaber that we'll read, and then we'll go to the back to see some notes. In the Mechaber in Sevav, there's no Meshabura. Derech ha-chachomim v'talmideyem. It's the way of Chachomim and their students. Shelo yispalu elokeshem atufam. They don't daven unless they are wrapped. Says the Ramah, Ube'es zam yesh l'chabek hayadayim b'sha'as ha-tvilo ka'avdo kamei mori. And at the time of anger, a person should like hug, his, hug himself with his hands during davening, like an evan in front of his master. shalom in peaceful times. A person should adorn himself with beautiful clothing while he is davening. Let's turn to the back to page 25, and we'll see some interesting notes on everything that we just mentioned about gloves and, and uh, things like that. So if you look at note 15, note 15 is going on that which the Mishaburah said, 
that nowadays you need to wear a hat during davening like you walk in the street. So in No. 15, in the back of the Sefer, on page 25, he writes, Also when a person is benching, the Mishibu brings later on, The minog is to wear a hat on your head. We'll see it when we get there. Note number 16 is going on that same sentence, the way you normally walk in the street. So note number 16, he writes, Vim tzarech lilbosh khalifa. There's a person have to wear a jacket. The Mishabur only discussed wearing a hat. What about a suit or a jacket? So kosav akafa chayim, the beer divri ha-shokhanach l'halon shetzarech lilbosh. So you have to wear a hat as well as a jacket. Vim izdamin l'beis ha-knesses l'lo kova v'chalifa. What happens to all of us? Someone forgets their hat or their jacket and now he gets the shul and he realizes he doesn't have his hat with him. So should he daven or should he not daven without his hat and or jacket? So das agonu shlomo zaman urbach shim rogil aleches im kovav achalifa if he normally goes around with a hat and jacket lo yispalo biladeim he should not daven without them elu imkain yavsed bekach tefila betzibur unless he's going to miss tefila betzibur so he should go find one and not daven without it unless he's going to miss tefila betzibur more important to catch tefila betzibur than to wear a hat and jacket according to shlomo zaman meidach on the other hand das agonu chayin kinyeski Chakiyevsky says it's better to miss davening with a minion in order to have a hat and jacket. So it's more important to have a jacket than davening with a minion. The next point, which is very nogeya also for many people, if a person is, I guess they call it a little more yeshivish, and he doesn't put his arms in the sleeves of his jacket, it's just hanging over his shoulders. So hora chazan ish, the Chazanish says you can daven that way. Even if it's not hot, it's not the summer. And that's considered wearing a jacket the way you would wear it in front of a chash of a person. And having your jacket you know, over your shoulders would be okay. On the other hand, the Shomu Zaman Orbach says, It is not befitting to daven in such a way. He says, You would not talk to a big person with your jacket over your shoulders. You would put your arms in. And therefore, it says the Shomu Zaman, For davening, you should also put your arms in. Note 17 is going on that which we said, That you should not daven with socks made out of pishton because it's a gnai to stand that way in front of gedolim. V'chein ein roi l'espal the big day avoda. Also, a person should daven in his work clothes. Now, this is not talking about an accountant. This is talking about a you know the guy who's fixing the the drains and uh, and the heating things, and he comes all dirty. So he also shouldn't daven in his big day avoda. Kamosh muvor b'shochnarch lekamon ubekaf achayim. V'tzvai a painter. The Kadom or someone similar, Shalom Mizbayish Lotse Lurachov, a big day He's not embarrassed to walk around in his painting clothing, that's how he walks around. That's his job, he walks around that way the whole day. So there of Yosha says, Shayocho Bishasat Chaklus He is able, Bishasat Chak, to daven that way. If he's not able to change, and davening is now, so he is able to dress that way for davening. And here is something that's very nogeya, because now is the uh, Permkotan. Ulehispal Bepurim Kishu Lovosh Bitach Poshes. To daven on Purim when someone is wearing a costume. So Ravazna writes, Sherashai Lispalakach, you can daven with a costume on. Ubitnai Shia Muchusa Kalocha, as long as you follow what you look at Sif Alpha, your whole body is covered properly. Ve'eno Osa Shum Schop Emsatvila. Also, the fact that you can daven with a costume doesn't mean you can be making Litsonus in the middle of davening. As long as you're davening seriously, you can be wearing a costume and you could daven. 
And in note 18, this is a very important note. They're all important, but this is, I found very interesting because the Mishaburu says, also you shouldn't daven with gloves on. So what kind of gloves? Note 18 says what kind of gloves it's talking about. Sug hakafafo shaasrakan, the types of gloves that are being answered here in the Mishabura, Shlomo Zaman Orbach explains, Shemedubur Bikfafos Avoda. It's talking about work gloves. O Bikfafos Shahayun Dohagim Lubosh Lachashivus. Or some kind of gloves they would wear for Chashivus to make them look more chashiv. Avokfafos Shalovshin Lahage Bibneakur. But gloves that you're wearing because you just came from outside and it was 10 degrees below zero, Ainan Bechlal Zet, not included in the Isser. Vechain Kosov, Bechal and Shuvas. That it's logical that you should be allowed to wear gloves during davening. Since it's clear you're doing it because you're cold. So if you come to shul, you're still shivering, so you can still daven with your gloves on. This idea of not wearing gloves is again if you're a, you know, you're a plumber and you wear plumbing gloves or you wear gloves because you're fancy and you wear fancy gloves just to be fancy, so you shouldn't wear that during davening, that wouldn't be appropriate. So too in the winter, if you're wearing a coat, or adof b'tzif, or you're wearing a scarf, you can daven in a coat or a scarf. So you see many times people coming into davening and they're just wearing a scarf, but if they're cold, so that would be okay to wear a scarf. That's only if they're cold. It could be if they're just wearing a stam, and it may be inappropriate. But if you're wearing it because you're cold, it certainly is fine. Um... Fine. And note number 19, he just writes, If you're wearing just socks without shoes in a place where it's not the normal way to go in front of an Adam Gadol, the Aruch HaShulchan writes, You should not daven that way, except for obviously, Then you can daven that way. Fine. And Bagoth, Kerem Shlomo, Kosov, Shehu Adin, Benali, Bayas, also slippers. The same idea. Depends. With the way you would walk in front of an Adam Chashev, that's the way you should be dressed for davening. That's the bottom line. Something that you wouldn't wear if you go visit uh, Rechaim Kinevsky, so you shouldn't be wearing when you're davening. Many places in Eretz Yisrael, many cities in Eretz most people are not wearing socks, and they're not, you know, they're wearing sandals, you know, for sure in the summer, they're not wearing a hat, they're not wearing a jacket, you know, a lot of these things, is that because they don't go in front of a kosher person, they, you know, I don't think they would. Well, I, I think, I, I think, so Shalim is asking, what, what, what about people in Eretz Yisrael in certain places where they would go barefoot? If it's, what does it mean exactly was the makom? So, those people, that's how they daven, and that's how they would go in front of an Adam Gadol. I think those people who are wearing sandals the whole day, and they daven, all the above. I, I, I think that people that, that live in places, let's say in Eretz Yisrael or other hot areas, and they walk around in sandals, and they wear certain things that we wouldn't necessarily wear during davening, they daven that way, they walk around the whole day, and I think if they're going to a big person, and unless someone advises them that it's inappropriate, that they, they would go that way, because that's how they dress. That's not. I don't, they don't think anything's wrong with that. If the, you know, if the chief rabbi of Eretzel would come to their moshav and they and they're wearing sandals, I imagine they would go greet him in their sandals. They wouldn't go change shoes. They wear the much. Those are the Shabbos shoes. That's what they wear. That's what they wear. I imagine. Okay, we'll stop here. We'll start the next time in a Hashem tomorrow night. You have been listening to a shear from ShasIlluminated.org. For other shiurim on many topics, or to hear an eon shear on any daf in Shas, including Myron McClaimus on each shear. Please visit www.shasilluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS. 
That's 203-312-7427 or email info at shasilluminated.org.